This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody? It's episode 83 of Beers in the Lot, and we got a good one for you today. Our guest this episode is none other than Captain Greg Gilman, longtime old fat bald guys hockey league goaltender, and much more impressively, the U.S. Navy's senior defense attache to the Bahamas. He's got a million interesting stories, and he told us a couple on this episode. So let's get to it. Let's hear them. feel like I should shake mine up and spray it or something there. <laughs> <laughs> Special occasion. I'm going to bust out the koozie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't have a beers in the lot koozie. Feel free. Not to- yet. Not yet. soon. You will. <laughs> yeah, you'll have <laughs> one <right>. soon. <laughs> John, what you got? What you drinking tonight? I have uh, a never expired beer in my home, a Miller Lite. Because <laughs> I'm so on a expired, yeah, I'm on an expired beer boycott right now, so I am checking everything. <laughs> what about you tonight, Aaron? I have. <laughs> I I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna get something, you know, sort of in the theme of of who we're gonna be talking to tonight. I got a Wicked Weed Brewing Company, fresh pressed with mango, pineapple, and guava. I did not check the expiration date before purchase. I'm checking it now. This is not a new beer. This is not fresh pressed. (laughs) (laughs) This was fresh pressed in October of 2020. Oh, oh, Aaron. So uh, I don't think I'm going to be drinking the rest of this. I'm boycotting. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, dude. <laughs> I was trying to have a good beer for today. Whatever. All right. What do you got, Reese? <laughs> um, so good friend of the pod, Gunner, who is also uh a solid old fat ball guy player. Um hooked and me Discord up. contributor. And Discord guy. He's always <laughs> a Discord too. Uh hooked me up with the um Henderson Brewing Company out of Toronto. Uh somebody he knows up there sent him this stuff. Uh they did a collaboration with the band Rush. So oh. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I, I love it. It's actually Is this Rush? <laughs> yes. Is this Rush? <laughs> yes, <you> fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, so it's pretty awesome. Canadian gold nail. Another imported Canadian beer this week. So, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and Daniel has. So, uh, Aaron dumped a box of beer on me because he doesn't like certain types of beer. So, <laughs> True for story. him tonight, I'm drinking So Fucking Sunny Hazy Pale Ale by Payette Brewing Company. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. good, actually. I'm not checking the expiration. <laughs> it, it for might for one, I can't find it. it too. I don't want it to ruin my beer. <laughs> <laughs> and what is our guest drinking tonight? So I am drinking the uh, Sans 
regular, truly Bahamian beer, brewed here in uh, Freeport, um, Freeport, Grand Bahama. I'm on the, I'm on, I'm in Nassau, and uh, Nassau brews. Um, they have Click beer, um, Kalik, Kalik. Um, but Sands, I think, is a little bit better, uh, and it's uh, the local beer. Um, they nice. also, I was, I was gonna get it for tonight, but uh, they actually have one um, that's uh, it's called Bushcrack, and uh, its logo is a giant like fighting rooster, you know, a little cockfighting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. I just it's it's more of a malt, and I was like, I don't want to barf on your show, so I just went. <laughs> <laughs> We had so, a malt liquor night, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Oh, we, yeah. had a, we did. Yeah. We, our fortieth episode was forties for forty. Yeah, yeah. Forties in the lot. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a rough night. That was a rough night. <laughs> that was a rough night. That was brutal. I was fine. I had no problems with that. Because <laughs> I've never seen an expired forty. Because the shelf life is longer than a Twinkie. But yeah, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> Well, welcome to the show, Greg. Long time OFBG goaltender. Really excited to have you on tonight. I, I got to lead right into this. There's There's been an award in OFBG named after you, right? Yes. <laughs> and I came back and won it one year. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, right? <laughs> the the Gelman Zena for the best goalie in OFBG. You've heard of the Vezina. This is the Gelman Zena. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a tongue twister but uh yeah yeah i read i read the name of that award and i just stopped midway i'm like yeah i'm just not i'm not even trying to that. <laughs> you also probably like oh to a goalie we have those in the league jeez i don't know <laughs> oh there's, there's very little between famous and infamous <laughs> <laughs> So, how's the Bahamas? How's hockey in the Bahamas? So funny you should mention it. God bless Canadians. They somehow find a way to bring hockey everywhere. So uh, <laughs> before, before this, I was in Azerbaijan. And again, I thought, you know, like, ah, former Soviet Union, they're going to have hockey here. No. Um, but then I found like a group that played, that actually played like roller hockey. And it was a whole bunch of Canadians uh, and, you know, and then some others that work for BP and fell in with that group. And uh, that was great. We played twice a week. Uh, no goalies, you know, so I was out there wheeling with, you know, my hands of stone and uh, nice. <laughs> make, making a difference on defense or whatever that means. Nice. And then uh, and then we went, so we played like basically three on three, um, you know, with like a little shinny goal kind of thing. And then here, turns out there's a deck hockey league. And again, there's uh, a whole bunch of uh, uh, expat Canadians here. And um, <laughs> we used to have, I say we, and the the group here, the Bahamas uh, Street Hockey League, used to have a, a rink down in probably one of the worst parts of downtown, um, you know, to the point where actually U.S. folks were banned from actually going there. Um, I mean, a little bit of problem with crack whores and stuff like that, but it's like normal, what Canadians <laughs> call normal <laughs> band, right? <laughs> so they had... So they had um, the 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 guy that ran the place and had like a little bar there. He wanted to overcharge this year, so they got a deal with one of the local schools here, and they built a rink, ordered boards, and we we put them up and and um, it's got lights and we play at night because it's way too hot to play during the day. 
right. and the league will actually stop in the uh, in the summer months because even at night it's just too hot to play. Wow. So uh, <laughs> I'm playing goal down here. I just got uh, I, I had a set of just like street hockey pads because because my custom pads aren't coming down here. Uh, you know, to rub, <laughs> on the, rub on the ground, and then um, so I bought like a cheap pair of pads, and and they sucked because uh, I kept wanting to go down in butterfly, and I was busting my knee. So uh, I bought like a I went on I went on eBay and bought like a set of Vaughn pads and and a new helmet and lied to my wife about how much I spent and all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we play every uh, Wednesday night. It's pretty cool. Four four teams. Um, there's the there's the the pirates, of course. Um, <laughs> of uh, course. Sharks. Uh, it's pirates, sharks, hurricanes, and the last one yeah. are the maple reefs. Uh, the maple reefs. Okay. Oh, yes. right. <laughs> there we go. I like it. Love I, it. Yeah, I hate to good. just like say it, but like you would think like no one wants to be associated with hurricanes when you live like in in the islands. Like just ban oh, yeah. that word. Like in the fact yeah. that there are clowns running around with that on their t-shirts or whatever, like, ugh. No wonder you guys were banned from part of the town. It makes sense. <laughs> Gosh, bringing that juju around. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was surprised that they use hurricanes too as, as a name, uh, especially, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the last hurricane that rolled through here, we're still sort of uh, helping them uh, get out from. Um, but that's, you know... I, 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 there's a lot of resiliency here. There's a lot of good stuff here. Um, there's some uh, Bahamians that play. Um, it's very small, but uh, yeah. But again, this there's actually um, a couple guys that played either pro hockey or that played. Um, there's one guy that played, you know, like for like the Stingrays, you know, AHL hockey oh, and wow. some of that. Mm. Yeah, and then his son plays too. So it's it's like the kind of the same sort of things like OFBG. There's a lot of like legacy kind of players, and um, you know everything from couple of young kids, you know, that go to school. Some of the people that play are the teachers at the cat at the school here. So some of the students play. So as young as sixteen, uh, and then as old as uh, I'm, I'm not the oldest, thank God, but uh, probably the oldest goalie. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but there are a couple of guys that are definitely playing that are that are, yeah, you know, about sixties. Yeah. Hmm. So kind of cool. I know you said you guys like kind of worked in conjunction with the school. So is there like been like a youth outshoot to that? Has that kind of started yet, or is it getting there a little bit? So, yeah, so they've started it up as a sport with the school. Um, so they use the rink uh, during the day. They just just constructed it. So they just laid down the asphalt. It's still waiting for the asphalt to cure enough so that we can paint it. Um, but they're putting up a whole bunch of new – it's it's a newer school, um, so okay. they're, they're building a whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah, so there is that outreach uh, for the thing uh, for – you know, for the youth and and trying to get somewhat of a youth uh, like hockey program coming here, which is which is great. I mean, I think it's you know it's always good to spread hockey. I think this is uh, you know now I've been okay most parts of the world, and you know the coolest thing is <laughs> you know playing hockey. Like I traveled from Azerbaijan, I went to Denmark for a week, and I played hockey there. And you know, a, a buddy of mine came from from DC, and it was completely. Uh, at the mercy of folks there we just called these local clubs and said hey we want to play and you know when you're a goalie and you're like hey can i come down and play and they're like um uh you know because you know they don't want like some guy like coming out there like you know just tripoding and you know standing in net 
Um, which I guess most of you in OFBG probably say about my play anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but we went there. We played. We were there for uh, we were there for eight eight days. Um, of the seven nights that we were there, we um, we only took one night off and we played seven times. So we played one day. We had like there was like an executive session in the morning, and I, you know everywhere around the world, it's it's hockey players are the same individuals the accents the only thing that changes and it's the greatest <laughs> thing to just constantly find other folks to play hockey and you know play it whether you know like play it if it's deck hockey or play if it's roller hockey or if it's you know hopefully you know the pinnacle you know play ice hockey but you know you know you guys have talked about ty over at at fort dupont um and, and i play with a group over there you know that when every time i'm back in dc again you know where you the first time as a goalie you go play with somebody that's your tryout and right. if you're good, you get invited back, you know, and then, yep. you know, you can get like the higher leagues or you can play. And I play there, you know, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, you know, Friday is the show, you know, it's the higher, higher league kind of players. <laughs> <laughs> First off, that's the best ice in DC is Fort DuPont ice. The best ice. Interesting. The shittiest locker rooms, but the right. best ice. <laughs> but, you know, you mentioned Ty and, you know, and Ty's whole big thing is, is I'm here to make beer league players. And that's the truth all on down the line is, I have such a great time everywhere I bounce. More of my friends are hockey players than I think I have friends in the military. And it's just because that's what I do at night. And that's where I go at night. And that's where I hang out. You know, I have yeah. my season caps tickets when I come back to D.C. Um, I had my season tickets to Mississippi Seawolves when I was down there. I played hockey <laughs> in Mississippi. You know, so everywhere we've gone, we've had season tickets to whatever was there. Uh, you know, or we, you know, we traveled to go play hockey. You know, we were in Norfolk. We had Norfolk Admirals tickets, and you know, and there was a whole bunch of groups to play there. And you know, in between, you know, playing and refing, uh, you know, and that's, I, I probably am out on the ice, you know, five, you know, five days a week. Uh, and that's only because you know my wife really gets mad if I want to, you know, play on Saturdays and Sundays. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while, you do, uh, you know, you, you get something. Uh, in, you know, back in D.C., I was playing like I was playing in an upper league, in a higher league. And uh, it was like an over 40s A league. And and uh, and believe it or not, I was winning some games here and there. And um, <laughs> but it was Friday nights, And that's when my wife was traveling. So when she come home, you know, like I, you know, I was out till, you know, you know, midnight or whatever playing. And uh, I said, hey, you know, they want me to sign on with their team and, you know, play with them next next season. She's like, do you really not want to hang out with me? And I'm like. I don't have many A League years left, honey. You know, like I, <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's not really a yes, but you know, like, you know give me, give me some latitude on this. <laughs> I didn't play. Two things here. One is, uh, if you want to expand hockey in the Bahamas, um, I'm a USA Hockey certified coach. I would <laughs> gladly volunteer to come down and help out me as with, well with clinics. Run a clinic. <laughs> if they I'm need in. anybody. Uh, the second. The second thing is, um, listen, if you, you know, can get an OFPG four on four team and you want to come down here for a tournament, <laughs> I see four people hey, here. There's four people here. Yeah, I I see and a goalie. Four and a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> listen, and, you guys aren't used to the heat. I would bring 10 in a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the second thing is, you know, we've, we've kind of danced around you you traveling around the world and everything, but we haven't fully explained to folks that, uh, you know, all the OFBGers that listen to us will know that, you know, you've been in the Navy for what, 27 years now. Yeah. Um, coming up on, yeah. 
right? So Captain and, Greg Gelman. Right. Captain oh, Greg Gelman, US <laughs> Navy. Right. I, I was at the promotion <laughs> ceremony. He has, you know, the four bars. He is a captain. I, I saw it. <laughs> I ate the cake. I got some of the cake on my blazer. Uh, I got the cake. I I didn't get any cake. You didn't? I was so busy talking with everybody. And I turned around. I'm like, oh. And they're like, oh, we already gave it to the midshipmen. I'm like. (laughs) And rigs. And rigs. And then, you know, and then we went to the thing afterwards. And that was a good time. Um, But. Wedding. uh, Yeah. yeah, Like that. That was a great party. so, you know, you're, you're now like in a diplomatic capacity, right? So that's why you've been to Azerbaijan and, and the Bahamas, which is really cool. Um, so it, just so everybody kind of understands, Catches you know, up, yeah, yeah. yeah Cause we kind of like, I think you kind of skipped that. I was, I was thinking I'd, I'd mention it in the <laughs> intro. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So yeah, so I probably jumped on your party there, but yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so I was the naval attaché out in I, I for several years. I worked in medical. I was a hospital administrator for the yeah. navy. Um, yeah. I started in the reserves as a corpsman with the with the marines when I was much leaner and meaner. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, then I got my commission and I became soft. And uh, um, <laughs> I. When I got selected for captain, I applied for the Navy at the Navy attaché program, um, which they had opened to all all um, all specialties, all fields. Um, you know, because it used to be like medical service corps, staff corps weren't uh, weren't allowed. Right. And I had enough uh, history and enough experience that they took a chance. Uh, excuse me. They sent me out to Azerbaijan. I was there for two and a half years uh, during the uh, during the war that they had with Armenia. So it was a, a, an interesting. Interesting and exciting time. Um, it, for those, for most of the hockey players right now who are who are trying to think where Azerbaijan is, uh, it's a country on the Caspian Sea, um, sandwiched between Russia and Iran. Uh, Armenia is is on their western border, and a small little sliver with with Georgia, uh, the country, not the state. Just in case we have people from Tennessee. <laughs> well, and, they are uh, hockey players, yeah. And then from there, like I had, I had applied, uh, you know, to, to for another go around um, for now what was called the senior defense official and defense attaché, sort of the boss of the whole organization. And um, you know, it's just timing and trying to get a place. And uh, and they called me and they said, "Would you like to go to the Bahamas?" And uh, and I said, "Yes." Yes. <laughs> they said, "Do you want to discuss it with your wife or anything?" And I said, "No. Um, she's <laughs> pretty, pretty much know what she's going to say. We're good." And uh, yeah, I said, "But you just cost me a boat. I know for sure." And as soon as I told Lisa, she's like, "We're getting a boat, right?" And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> so uh, literally, right outside my window is a boat sitting right parked on <laughs> next to the house. Uh, nice that's awesome but, uh, yeah so i'm out here uh it's mostly um we're here we're actually an office of defense cooperation so we do more of the um cooperation between the government so uh i i set up a lot of the the training and equipment for the uh royal royal bahamas defense force i was just about to ask what a naval attache does <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's sort of there's, there's four kind of pieces to it i'll just go through really really quick uh number one yeah, yeah, is yeah. you're the you're the liaison to the the military for like State Department folks speak State Department stuff and we speak military. You can't um, you just can't confuse the two. And I'm 
I'm the uh, second part is I am the ambassador, or right now we haven't had an ambassador for over 10 years. So we have what's called a charge d'affaires. Um, it's the second in command is kind of given uh, ambassadorial duties. Great charge down here. Uh, charge Pitts here is is fantastic to work for. And uh, she's normally would be like the second in charge if we got uh, an, uh, an embassy. But I am her military advisor. Uh, the third part is, is, as we said, is to do this um, exchange of uh, uh, equipment, materials, training. And the fourth part is to be the eyes and ears of the Defense Department. So um, most reporting and, and any sort of information that's coming through back to the United States with a military slant is coming from the attache offices across the board. So I know more about Russian hardware and military hardware and, you know, than I ever really wanted to know uh, from being in Azerbaijan and that completely useless out here. So, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, you learn a whole bunch of different stuff and, you know, we work a lot with them, you know, everything from uh, marine radars to interdiction techniques, to search and rescue. Um, yeah. So it on down the line. So it's, it's, it's can crazy. I overlay uh, some Godsmack music on that last little bit there? And... <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not proud to be an American, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's awesome stuff. That, that is that's, awesome. That's kind of like what I wanted to to hear about was and and to, to share with folks. You know that you know I think like in our circle of like hockey friends and in our hockey community there's so many people that do so many different things that's very interesting um and it's very like uh diverse you know you have we have a lot of folks that that come from that military background and have done all kinds of different things and we have folks that work in the hard sciences and and doing you know really like incredible research on some different things and um, you know, all kinds of stuff going on and, you know, like John sells building products and stuff like that. Like it's all, <laughs> a lot of it's us. like, all, it's like all this different stuff, you know, and, and 60% uh, it. I think, right. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the podcast is 60% it, right. So like, um, but like, uh, you know, I think that is, it's important for all of us that are in hockey to like, remember and like reach out to each other and talk about those things. Cause you're going to hear some really really interesting stuff um from the people that you see every week you know at your weekly games and and all that stuff yeah. so that's that's awesome thank you for sharing that I, no, i'm gonna you. i'm gonna jump on that a little bit too uh when you're back in dc you you have some other things that you're you're in as well yeah yeah so uh so i'm a captain in the fire department as well um so i'm with the uh I, I've been with the Montgomery County Fire and Rescue for years. Um, actually, first time I was with um, the OFBG, you know, and it was a, its original sort of offshoot. I was living in Germantown, riding with Germantown Fire Department, Station 29. Uh, and then um, I was with them for four years. Then I came back to D.C. I was in Arlington. So um, I uh, got a chief brought me to another fire station, Glen Echo Fire Station, Station 11. Love those guys. Still a member there. I'm on military leave. Um, I just sort of disappear every once in a while for like, you know, three years at a time and come back. Um, COVID <laughs> was was kind of weird because when I came back, I wasn't allowed to come back to the station. Um, and then I'm actually, I'm wearing Chesapeake Fire. So when I was down in the Norfolk area and when I was oh, down in Chesapeake, right. I rode with Chesapeake Fire. 
Uh, yeah. And again, still, you know, just tons and tons of friends, uh, you know, that are firefighters. And and again, there's their overlap. There's there's a lot of firefighters that play uh, that play hockey. Um, you know, so you you kind of see all those guys uh, going out and doing that. But yeah, that is that is my my secret life. I've been a paramedic since '92, um, and that's a weird. Um, yeah, that's that's a weird arc as well. I was I I worked <laughs> I worked at my university as as a as an EMT for the local ambulance, and then uh, I graduated. And much to my parents' chagrin, I stayed a year to go get my paramedic um, <laughs> because that's what they paid you know a hundred thousand dollars for me to go do after college was to go to community <laughs> college. <laughs> Uh, you know, so I, you know, did that and, and rode with the city fire department. They trained me, uh, city of Troy. Um, then I, I left there. Uh, and this is, this is, this is the fun part that everybody loves. I, I went out and I worked in Hollywood for, for a couple of years on movie sets. There we go. Uh, as a medic. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I had a friend that was going to UCLA and I said, I'm coming out there to live with you and I'm going to work on movie sets. And he's like, Yeah. Because nobody else is coming to LA to work on movie sets, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I worked on a couple of movies and a couple of shows, and I was actually working on a show with uh, Bo Derek um, called Shattered Image, a made for TV movie, and um, and a bunch of the guys that were there were like, "Hey, we're going to go work on this show, Mighty Ducks 2. and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> what, what, you know the like Mighty Ducks too, and I'm like, uh, you know, here's my resume, here's twenty bucks, whatever you need to do, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not shy, you know, get <laughs> me on that show, and um, and then they called me actually to go work on the show uh, when they were when they were filming the scenes at the pond in Anaheim, the uh, the big yeah uh, yeah the big building yeah yeah yeah, and uh, yep, yeah, so not to ruin it, but they filmed that. They filmed that actually out of sequence. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I get it. But they were they were filming that, and the medic that was on it, one of the kids fell and and hit their head, and the uh, they you know they they called for the medic, and the medic was like, "I'll be right there." So they fired the person, and you know then some people were like, "Hey, we know a medic, and he plays hockey, and uh, you know it'd be perfect." And actually, I played hockey with the guy who's the referee in that scene, the guy Jack. I forget his last name, but he was he actually was a hockey player that I played with. And they're like, yeah, 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 get Gelman. And then uh, I worked on it, and it was just one of those weird things, you know. Like everybody, I just kind of meshed with the with the crew, and they're like, hey, we're going back to uh, Minnesota to do, you know, the the, the first scenes, but we're coming yeah. back, and you want to be our medic? Absolutely, sure, love <laughs> it. You know, and you're always like, yeah, Hollywood. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, you'll hire me. Wink, wink. <laughs> and, <laughs> so they, they came back and they called me and they asked me to to do it and that was the first day back we were filming in malibu and that's the party scene where you see uh it's like greg luganis and yeah Master, uh chris yamaguchi and yeah. uh, and uh you know chris chelios and um and i was just sitting outside you know like just talking with people because you know i'm a very shy guy as you can tell so you know it was very <laughs> <laughs> And all of a sudden, some guy comes up to me, and he's like, hey, what are you guys shooting here? And it was Michael J. Fox. And I uh, just started, like, just just chit-chatting. And I'm like, I could dig this. This is fun. <laughs> and that night, they said, we're, we're going to be a union show. Uh, you know, we're going union. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm fired, you know, because I wasn't union. And they said, no, 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 because you work today. You're grandfathered in. So I got... I got my 30 days union uh, off that show to join, to join uh, the local out there. And then uh, so I, I did it for like two years and then I left, uh, came back to D.C., but I, I still belong to the union. I belong to the uh, 
the IA International Ice Theater and Stage employees, uh, the local out of Baltimore, local 4810, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. That is, that awesome. is so cool. <laughs> so before I went to Azerbaijan, I got a phone call, and they're like, hey, you know, are you interested? We got, like, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of days, whatever, shooting, and and it was, like, the day I was leaving, and I'm like, ah, no, no, I can't make it. What it what's it for? And they're like, oh, uh, Wonder Woman. I'm just like, damn it. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still a, I'm still a, a card carrying member of the union, and uh, I was That's just looking awesome. around to see one of my cards are on here. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's amazing. Next, that, if I'm it, ever in Hollywood and get bumped by anybody, I'm just gonna start big willing people. I know a guy in the union out here. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are done. You're done. Yeah, so the guy you're bumping into is also in the union. So <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Which one, sir? His back, Sorry. Solidarity. Yeah, solidarity. That's right. <laughs> oh man, that's great. So, so like, when did you start playing? Then, like, when you know, as a kid, or like, was it yeah, as so- an adult, or? Yeah, so so I was I was born in Brooklyn and uh, down in uh, like Coney Island, Sheep's, uh Brighton Beach area, and then sure. there was there was no no hockey there. Uh, you know, yeah. you played basketball, you played handball, you played stickball, um, but no one played. You know, no one was playing hockey there. And then we moved to Long Island uh, in 1980, um, and there was a little team you might have heard of called the Islanders, and <laughs> and like roller hockey was, you know, everybody was playing in the streets, and and uh, you know, so we started playing, and my brother, you know, his his friends played. I was a little bit more of a nerdy book, you know, book guy, but I liked playing hockey, and you know, it was like, hey, if you want to play hockey. You, you know, strap on the pads, Junior. And uh, <laughs> so I was, you know, I was the goalie with, you know, a sweatshirt and a baseball glove and a, you know, and a, a wooden board screwed onto a uh, screwed onto a, a hockey glove as, you know, my first blocker. And yeah, I played goalie and, you know, it wasn't too bad. And that's the, the Chico comes from that was, yeah. you know, it was Glenn Chico Resch. Uh, you know, I was a little, little, you know, dark dark skinned kids so they started calling me chico you know the a couple of my brother's <laughs> friends and uh, yeah i just played gold but when i went to college you know i i could ice skate we had uh but i was probably one of the only high schools in long island that didn't have Hewlett high school we didn't have ice hockey mm. and we didn't have lacrosse which for long island is very rare um which is kind of weird because i you know i definitely would have played you know definitely would have played both um but i played roller hockey all through you know, all through high school, whenever I could, and you know, and and, roller, and ice skated. I went to Rensselaer uh, RPI for for undergrad, and um, you know, it was one of the first you know weeks there. They were rushing, you know, some of the fraternities were were rushing, and and you know, guys were like, hey, you know, interested in joining a a hockey team. And me and a guy across the hall, a good friend of mine, um, we're like, yeah, we'd, we'd love to play. And um, I went out, and you know, and I was like. Mom, Dad, can I get some money to buy some goalie pads? My my parents are like, um, no, you know, <laughs> like we know where this is going. You know, like no, 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 you you need to like concentrate on your studies and you know and go do that. So I I you know I was always working, I was always doing stuff. So I I ended up I just bought equipment to skate out with, and then so I did that. I just I skated out for most for all of my college career. Um, and that's where I developed those those deft hands of stone and uh, 
I was I, I I'm an excellent I'm a, I'm a great center I'm great for standing in front of the goalie and annoying the goalie so that was that was like my job between like nice. the two best wingers on the team nice. and then uh, you know the fraternity we had like so many teams we had teams all the way up to A League and you know you kind of played on like whatever was open and then every once in a while they'd need a goalie and so you know I would go and you know strap on you know the old pads a little, still stand up goalie um, but it wasn't until actually I came back to DC when I was living in Germantown and I found Team Russia. Um, you know, I hate to use that, you know, name now, but again, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a team, it was an organization. It's not, you know, let's look, yeah, yeah. my, my grandparents are all from Ukraine, you know, and, and, uh, I've experienced with the Russians. So, uh, let, you know, <laughs> but that's what it was. Um, and, um, we, uh, I, I called up like, I was like, Hey, you know, like I, I'm getting back into goalie and I want to come down and play. And, you know, what do you think? And again, I was still kind of a stand-up goalie, you know, and the world was kind of like moving to the hybrid or butterfly. Um, yeah. So I bought like some pads and I, you know, played a little bit and I wasn't horrible. And I said, all right, I want to keep up with this. I, I got a goalie coach. I think he hung himself after he saw me play, but no. But I kind of, you know, I, I learned, I learned how to play, you know, how to become like more of a butterfly goalie and, you know, and be a little bit better. And, yeah. and then, yeah, and just started like, start playing with leagues and start, you know, kind of, you know, it's just like, like refing, you know, you start at the mites and you, you work, your right. Way up. So it, mm-hmm. right. it, it kind of came back and it was, it was kind of nice. Um, and, you know, it's just the unfortunate part is, you know, like when you come back at 30 something, it's, you know, it's a little different. You know, at 50 <laughs> now I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that would have been a good save 20 years ago. That's but yeah, but o- OFBG basically was how I got back into playing goal and, you know, and then like I just went on eBay and bought like a cheap set of stuff, uh, you know, bought like a helmet that every time I got hit, you know, like I basically had like 45 seconds of memory loss. And, then, <laughs> you know, now like now you're buying custom pads and, you know, getting, a, you know, I'm on my third mask uh, with the custom paint job and all that sort of stuff, you know. I look good, you know, at least. Yeah. Hey, man. Feel good, play good. You, you look good in pictures, right? So that's all that counts. Yeah. <laughs> Every picture I show, people are like, what's happening there? I'm like, I'm making a save. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have to ask this question. Uh, it was recently announced that OFBG is going to have the summer tournament after uh, multiple pandemic cancellations the last two years. Will you be back for the OFBG summer tournament this year? You know, hey, this is, this is like asking Tom Brady if he's retiring. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to say no and then right. show up in two months. No, I would, I would absolutely possibly love to. If I, if I knew the date, I would block it out uh, and try the the biggest thing right now is all my gear is sitting at my brother's house in Long Island, so I'll have to fly into oh. New York, <laughs> grab the gear from there. Uh, another friend of mine, uh, a, a good friend of mine back in D.C., his father passed away. Um, they had seats next to us uh, at the Caps. I met him there. RPI graduate, absolutely fantastic, um, you know, person. Um, but he, uh, um, they're gonna have. They were thinking about having like a memorial like kind of tournament or game or whatever for sure. him during July. So <laughs> if the two like are at the same time, then I'm like, that's, that's like, you know, that's, that's synergy right there. And I would definitely love to get back for that. Uh, so Stuart Freudberg is the guy's name. I, I guess I can kind of give him, give him a shout out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. One of the, the nicest people I've ever met, um, you know, just had like a long battle with cancer and 
um, <laughs> just was really, really big in the DC area, um, and also big with uh, um, with uh, the Fort Dupont rink. So there's just just uh, you know if I can get back to play hockey for that, and also get back, you know, because I I've flown back to to play in OFBG uh, multiple times. So yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think I was on your team one of these years in the past. I don't know, yeah. three or four years or so, whenever it happened. Was it a winner, a winner year or a loser? Year? <laughs> um, we did not do well, I don't believe. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny because you guys, you know, when you guys were talking to Goody and you were talking about, you know, like goalies and, you know, how it goes sometimes, it it really is sometimes, especially like, like a tournament, so hit or miss because, right. like you say, you get to that first Friday game and sometimes half your team is already completely blotto yep. and you're like, like i'm just gonna yep. get shelled and you look at like who you're playing against you know and i'll see like it's like okay you know it's like like jay was on team you know you start like going you're like oh shit you know like these guys are just gonna dance around like my five drunken defensemen and you're just gonna get shelled. and it's like you know like you can make like save one and save two but when save three goes in you're still the goat yeah you know, yeah like yeah. Fucking Gelman can't get that fucking puck. And you're like, oh. <laughs> and that was the eighth shot by five of their guys that were standing over me. <laughs> like these guys were so long in my crease, they actually are paying rent. You know. <laughs> and the worst thing about the that Friday night game too at the tournament is it's always like if you're the goalie getting shelled and you're like, hey guys, like I need a little bit of help, and like your buckled teammates like. What are you talking about? I was throwing pucks up all the time. It was saucing. And you're like, dude, you were throwing them at me. Like you weren't even putting it in the right direction of the play. You no, idiot. No, like, the key, the key there is you have to understand. You have to understand who's on your team and who played golf on that's Friday a big key. before. Yeah. Before the Friday I game at the golf tournament. I right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pacing myself. You know, like. <laughs> Who rode up with who and who was in the back seat crushing stuff? Yes, that's right. That's, yes. that's important. Yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's passed out on the green? Oh, that might be. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I'll I'll make sure I send you the information because I know the email went out this week. I'll send you the dates and then hopefully you can make it because that would be like awesome. So that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will. I will definitely uh, play. You know, I mean, I, again, there's there's just so much love for that whole group. That's just such right. a great group, and I stay in contact with with so many of you. Obviously, if, you know, Facebook is just one of those things where it's it's just such a necessary evil. Um, but it, it's, it's become <laughs> like it's become the place where you know a guy like me who hops around so much can you know can have some sort of stability. Um, so it's so it's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, but but OFBG, you know, if I can make it back for that, then absolutely I want to come down for that. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's been a real shame that we haven't had it the last couple of years. Um, not just because we love it, but because we haven't been able to do something for the podcast for it. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take a second here to, to toot our own horn and say that it, the, the tournament's happening this year, so something's happening for the podcast this year, too. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll just openly say I'm golfing on Friday, so don't expect much out of me that weekend. <laughs> Aaron likes to, to take naps, so I do like to take naps in the locker room. <laughs> there's just sort of there's, there's there's only like the one thing about the OFBG, and you know, and again, this is maybe an unpopular sort of opinion, but I don't have kids, uh, and mm. you know, the one thing about the OFBG, it was great when it was an adult tournament. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll leave it there. 
Like my issue is, and I have, I have no problem because you know how I operate, but like, if there's a kid who's going to try hard, I'm totally fine with that. Like you want to do that. But my thing is, if there's a certain child who has the same stick habits as his old man, I'm going to treat him <laughs> exactly as his old man. And that's what aggravates me because then you get painted the bad guy because you're doing the same things as if the old man's doing it. Uh-huh. It's an adult term. You show up to an adult term and you're going to get treated like an adult. That's the way I look at it. it. It's exactly, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like it, it's like going to stick. Stick and puck to me is the worst invention for goalies ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, because it's 175 breakaways. Yeah. First, like, if I go to stick and puck, it's purely because I'm getting free ice time. Okay. And right. I will try my hardest to go with a friend so that I have someone to work with and someone to play with and someone to protect me. Because otherwise, you're like the child magnet. Every kid wants to like, you know, like skate on the goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, the eighth or ninth time that you stuff an eight year old, you're like, you start to reevaluate your life choices. <laughs> you know, you're like, am I supposed to be letting this in? You know, am I supposed to be nice to the kid? His dad's looking on from the sidelines, like maybe I should get the kid like a tennis racket, like a. You know, <laughs> but you know, like if you let the kid score, he wants to keep like going, and then you get this, you know, you get the little punks. And I remember, you know, somebody, uh, uh, Johnny. You know, when they were like little young high school punks and they come in and they, you know, they skate fast and they dance around. And I'm good with that. As long as, again, you play hard and you're, you know, you're playing at the level. You just have fun. Always good. But it's when they do like, you know, the quarter speed quadruple deke and then they try the mission, you know, they, they, they start doing (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that like, and, you know, and then they, you know, they're, they're like two feet away from you and they rifle a slapper that goes like over your shoulder. Yeah, that to and me like, is just... Yeah, and you're like, at what point when I'm tripping a 16-year-old, is that not... <laughs> get me right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Well, Captain Greg Gelman, thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking with us tonight. This has been great. We wish you the best. Uh, maybe we can take you up on uh, a trip out on that boat Eric's got his PFG gear on. I mean, we're. I mean, come on, look. I'm ready, ready to I'm angle. Ready to, I'm ready to go fishing here. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, Greg, this has been great. This has been awesome. Hopefully, you can make it to the summer tournament this year too. That would be awesome too. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, great to see you guys uh, again. Again, I listen to uh, I listen to beers and a lot every week. So uh, you know, it, it's great because it really is one of those things where it just it kind of grounds me and you know, pulls me back to a lot of great memories and, you know, and I know exactly who most of you guys are talking about when you, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you thank so you. much for all that. Good. Yes. Thank you. So thank much. you. Thank you. Been great. That's awesome. Thanks, brother. <laughs> all right. Once again, another big thanks to captain Greg Gelman for spending some time with us to record this episode. This was a blast. It's always great to talk to another OFBG here. And Gelman is certainly one of the more interesting characters from our league. So another big thanks to him for bringing some of that content out of the lot and into your ears on this podcast. And you heard him. He listens to Beers in the Lot every week. So should you if you're not already. So should your friends, your teammates. Tell them about us. And then come tell us about it. Here it comes. Go to beersinthelot.com slash discord and jump into our discord server and jump in that conversation and tell us what you think. Even if you don't, though, thank you for listening. We really appreciate your support. And we'll see you next week with another episode. Later. Thank you.